This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Eric's a procrastinator, huh? He is a procrastinator. <laughs> it's always, and this is the answer I get every day. Is he every a procrastinator day. to the honeydew list or more things than the honeydew list? Everything. everything. He's a procrastinator okay. to everything. Everything. <laughs> everything is, I'll do it tomorrow. And I'm like, well, you have this and this tomorrow, or you leave to go testing tomorrow. Welcome to Kelly Earnhardt Miller's Fast Lane Family, presented by Wella Professionals. Salon care products that you can experience with your senses. Get high performance you can see, touch, and sense. Welcome to this week's edition of Fast Lane Family. As always, our well professionals have a great tip of the week for your hair. But today I've got a former JRM family member in studio with me, uh, Janice Amarella, wife of Eric. Amarella is here today. How are you? Good, good. Good, good. We're just catching up before we got on air here on the kids and and life. It's been a while since I've seen you somewhere. Yeah. I don't go to as many races <laughs> these days. <laughs> and I don't know about uh, how much you're traveling with the kids either. So we'll get into all that later. But it's good to have you here. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. So we're going to kind of go back a little and let you talk about Janice and, and uh, where she was before you met Eric. And Janice comes from a racing family as well. And so talk yeah. a little about your dad, Randy, and your guys, you know, in motorcycle racing back then, I guess. Yeah. So my parents motorcycle race. My dad raced professionally for the Harley factory and uh, quit when I was about five years old. Okay. It was just hard to travel at that point as a family literally driving in a van around the country and I needed to start school. So he he came off the road and ended up landing in a car racing um, operation out of Detroit uh, which eventually led to him getting a job with uh, Roush Racing out of Detroit up there. Like most of the race teams, they've all relocated here to the Mooresville, Greater Charlotte area, and, and we were one of the teams that, that got moved. Gotcha. And so your dad was the crew chief yep, in so the sport? Yep, so working with Roush Racing, um, started with Greg Biffle when he came into the truck series, um, won the truck championship. They moved up together to the Bush series at that point and won the Bush Championship together and actually went cup racing uh, for Greg's rookie season um, together. And uh, now my dad is fully retired from racing other than watching Eric race. He <laughs> says that's the only person he cheers for now on, on the racetrack. Um, fully retired then, and both my parents are in Florida. Oh, cool. So Nice place to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually your dad that introduced you to Eric. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I had always... Obviously, growing up around the racetrack, I could care less about anyone in racing. <laughs> That's I didn't want to date in anyone in racing. Um, I knew some of the reputations of drivers and didn't want anything to do with that. And my dad took me to a test for their truck team he was working on. And this kid shows up at the airport with all the crew guys. I'm like, who's the new guy on the team? My dad's like, oh, that's our driver for the couple races. Go, oh, okay. I didn't think anything of it. And um, Eric and I just kind of hit it off on the plane ride home after the test in Memphis. So, how about that? It's been 10 years. It's been history, right? Yeah, 10 years (laughs) we've known each other. That's awesome. Now, at that time, were you working in the sport or you? Because you you also worked in the sport. Yep, I worked in the sport. So, at that point, I was finishing up an internship with Clear Blue um, Communications, and I worked out of the Ray Everham shop in Statesville. And had just interviewed for a job with KHI, with Kevin and Delena. And literally, like, as I met Eric, got accepted to go to work for KHI on their truck program and went to work as a PR rep up there. Cool. Worked, in, worked in racing as PR, sponsor management, for about five years after that. And then Eric needed 
a little bit more help. Yeah. Well, at that time for him, so in that span, when you're working, Eric was driving what I could see pretty limited schedules Mm -hmm. here, there, and everywhere, Delahunt Incorporated and and things like that. He was bouncing around a little bit, hit and miss schedules, running some with cup drivers. And um, the year that I came off the road as far as working for another race team was the year that he signed on to go racing in the eight car, which by then... Motor- had morphed. <laughs> right. Had morphed from DEI yeah, into yeah. the eight car that ran out of Ganassi. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we both talked and he wanted me to concentrate, to concentrate on, yeah. on helping him, keeping yeah. his schedule straight, what he needed. And uh, that didn't last very long with the eight <laughs> car. So unfortunately, but we've made it work since then. Yeah. I can imagine um, as you're doing your work and, you know, on the PR side and, and he's a driver and most people think, oh, well, that's a great situation because you're both at the track but you're in completely different direction as as a PR rep a lot of times you're even working in the evenings and stuff with your drivers at appearances or whatever it might be so we always did a good job at managing even at the racetrack and and on track stuff it was that's Eric and I work for this team this is my responsibility and obviously working for Kevin and Delena they understood it they came from that same circumstance where Delena was a PR rep and Kevin was racing so I feel like I had a lot of support from her and yeah. understanding our situation. It all worked out. There was, there was, you know, we tried to keep everything very personal, separate from, yeah. from business side. That's good when you can do that. It's always a hard, hard thing to do. Yeah. But, um, nice when it can happen. So you guys got married in 210, the end of the year there in 210. Yep. And then came to work at Junior Motorsports. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that a, a little bit. Obviously, when we signed up with Eric in 211, we intended to, you know, have a couple years with him and. I'll never forget, had a good 2011 season, you know, for, for the team there and um, provided a lot of stability for the team because we, we talk a lot here at Junior Motorsports in 210. It was like the rotating seat here in our car and we had 14 different drivers. So Eric coming into our organization in 211 was much needed for us from a stability factor. Yeah. And I remember we don't do this anymore. We, we do take some time off around Christmas, but we used to take that whole week after Christmas. And I remember Eric calling, and I'm like, what in the world, you know, could be going on, like, this Christmas week, you know, what's happening? He's like, yeah, I got something, you know, important to talk to you about, and talked about the opportunity with the petties, and, you know, that's the thing with our series, is that although we'd love to keep people around longer so that things can be stable, it's the exact opportunity that we want to happen for people, is to, yeah. to get that next opportunity into no, the Cup and, Series. And we appreciate yeah, your so. support and Dale Jr.'s support. I mean, like you said, you want to be able to, to kind of push the guys out the door yep. to the next level. And Eric was afraid if he didn't take that opportunity that something might not ever come exactly. about. So, exactly. no, but we loved our time here and we, <laughs> and we still talk about it and still come and visit, you know, the guys at the track that yeah. were on his team. And coincidentally, he still gets to work with um, John Hansen, Ringo. Oh, yeah, cool. That was his car chief yeah. at that point here yeah. at Junior Motorsports. Um, he now is the crew chief on the Xfinity car that Eric oh, races cool. nice. part-time. Cool. Nice. So it's Good still stuff. a family. We I know, still right? see see everyone. I think that's the other thing I like about our organization is is we we get to feed to other teams and other things. So it really you know you know still like to see Brad do well and like to see Eric do well and all this kind of thing. So yeah. at RPM, this is the fourth year there. Yep. And uh, last year the big win. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you weren't there for the big I win in Daytona, were you? There. I think I texted you, congratulations, and you're like, I'm not there. I always <laughs> told Eric, I said you were going to win, and the kids and I won't be there. Something will happen, and we won't be there. Well, and I have to ask, why weren't you there in July in Daytona? That's kind of vacation week for so, folks. So <laughs> yes, it typically is. How our schedule fell last year was they raced. Daytona and then we went into our off weekend. Uh, 
the following yep, weekend. Yep. And so I told Eric, I said, I'll stay home. I'll get all the stuff gathered because we we're going to drive down to Charleston. I said, I'll get everything packed up so when you get home, we're ready to go. And they ran out, and I'm kicking myself because I, I knew we had a good car that weekend, and then, and then they win. And then they win. <laughs> and the kids, it was so just surreal because the kids are both napping, and I'm bawling and crying and jumping around the house and so excited. And then... Were you by yourself just doing the kids? Like, did you have anybody over? No, I was literally no. by myself. And, like, Alex woke up so at least he could see the victory lane part. And we FaceTimed. My mom My mom was the only family member in Daytona that oh weekend. Oh, my gosh. So my mom FaceTimed us so we could see um, Eric. And oh, Alex didn't cool. really put it together. I mean, he knew Daddy kept showing him number one but didn't yeah. fully grasp yeah. it. And as soon as we end FaceTime with Eric, it's like, okay, diapers and I know, right? dinner <laughs> and just back to mommyhood. So <laughs> that stinks, doesn't it? <laughs> Hopefully there'll be more. Hopefully I'm going to say, be. yep. Crazy story. Hope you had a good time in Charleston yes. <laughs> celebrating yes. and being together. All right. So this year, uh, how's things going for Eric in the uh, Cup Series? It's been good. It's been um, Smithfield Foods has been his um, sponsor for the last four years and they just continue to step up and want to support him and support and support Richard Petty Motorsports and they just continue to to try and what's the next step we need to get yeah. to what's the next level we need to help you with and they really they've really come on board nice. um, with everything and I mean RPM knows that they're a small team and they're competing against some of the largest you know cup teams out there but I feel like Eric's team's kind of holding their own they yeah. they know what their team is capable of and I think they're accomplishing that every yeah. weekend I mean it's going to be hard to no. go out and take wins away from now Joe Gibbs racing right and Hendricks and so <laughs> just Kyle Busch yeah my just goodness, Kyle Busch on fire. so they know that they need to get everything out of what they can accomplish yeah. and I think that they're doing that nice so. uh, made the chase last year so um, made the chase we're that hoping was awesome to do it again we're yeah. right on the edge there. Right on the cusp there. There's the, yeah. What's it, about four or five drivers there vying. Probably a big group, bigger group, I guess, after 16th. I was just looking at the kind of five or six there yeah. that are uh, in the 16, that, but that can, gosh, the, anything yeah, the, can happen. I think the bottom, like, three of the 16 and then and then Eric's in 17th, I think they all just kind of keep jumbling flopping. back and forth and <laughs> flopping around depending on the weekend. So. Well, that would be awesome to do that two years in a row and that just gives so much momentum to everybody yeah. if you can accomplish that yeah. and do that for your team. So what's travel like um, with you guys? Do you and the kids get to go along? And um, the, the first two years with the kids was a little bit harder with bottles and napping and just all the stuff you have to take with you. Um, we really limited our schedule to what we could drive. Yeah. And then this year we've really ramped up our schedule. I think we have about 20 races on the schedule that the kids and I have kind of highlighted to gotcha. go to. They do good. They're good little travelers. Um, Abby's a year and a year and a half, and Alex is almost three, and they know the deal. Like we've got their car seats on these little go-go baby wheels that can roll out to the airplane, and they get on the airplane and sit in their seats. I mean, we fly with the race with team. The team, right? They get on the plane. They know the deal. They they say hi to all the guys, and Aww. we pick and choose the race tracks we go to depending on when they're going to fire off practice. Yeah. If it's going to be a night race, if they have, they always have fireworks. Yes. <laughs> As a mommy, you hate fireworks because you just get them down to sleep. But um, and then bam. <laughs> 
but they do good. They they do really well for yeah, us awesome. on Triathlon. I think that kind of, that's good. Like the onset of doing things like that, you know, just really, it, it makes them versatile and be able to adapt to, to situations and change and yep. all that kind of thing instead of, uh, routines are good too, don't yeah. get me wrong, because I mean, routines are very good. No, absolutely. But um, to be exposed to different things, um, I think is, is, is a real positive we as well. We keep a really good routine with them. I yeah. try to have it they understand they know when it's nap time they know when it's dinner time they they understand that and they just flow with the travel part i mean it's just but i always have snacks with me yeah. and, and the ladies on the plane <laughs> are so <laughs> they're so great about do you need apple juice yeah. do you need anything can we help you they're yeah so. have everything packed up the crayons the toys yeah. you know oh yeah now with wyatt being three and a half you know there's times when i'll just say oh, i don't need the diaper bag you know and uh, we're into like having the change of clothes and yeah. having a drink and having snacks and sometimes having like a little baggie of toys. And more times than not, now I leave it at home and, you know, we get in the car. Where's my drink? Yeah. Did you bring my cars? <laughs> I'm like, no, we're just going just 30 minutes. You know, we're just going for like a little 30 minute trip here down to Dairy Queen. You'll be okay. Yeah. You won't need a, any of that, you yeah. know. Man, taking all that stuff and packing, especially too, because you're pretty much... With Alex and Abby, you know, you're in the stage of having to carry a lot of the same things. And We've, I've, <laughs> surprisingly, I've done pretty well. At, at They're in the same size diaper, so oh, I, can, cool. I can get away with the same um, ones. And really, You we're found down- any versatile boy and girl clothes? You can just carry one outfit? <laughs> no. I don't carry extra clothes, and probably that shame oh, on me. Gosh. I know I'm going to have to when we start yeah. potty training. Yeah. But sippy cups is really the only thing. That has to be with us. You can fill yeah. it up anywhere. You can yep. stop and get something. Yep. We don't need any special food, no yeah. baby food anymore. So that makes life a lot easier. You can kind of grab things on the go. Yeah. We went out of the house the other day with Wyatt and about probably about three months ago, I guess, I left the change of clothes in the diaper bag, but I took out the shoes because it was just too full. And so I'm like, I- I've not needed these shoes. I'm going to put these shoes, you know, back in the closet. We never need a change of shoes. <laughs> so we were headed out to eat um, over the weekend and I didn't pay any attention you know I had I had uh, Kennedy and she had a friend with her and it's like you know everybody get out the door get in the car everybody gets in the car Wyatt now you know he'll crawl in the car get his car seat on his own and we just get his buckles on and we get to the restaurant and El Dove goes in the back seat to get him he's like where's your shoes <laughs> and he's like I don't know thinking he's he like threw them off in the back yeah, of, yeah. yeah. Because he'll do that, you know. Kelly, where's his shoes? I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, I look in the diaper bag. I look, and then it don't. I'm dawned on me. I'm like, I have no extra shoes in the diaper bag. And I did great. Put them on. And we did put his <laughs> shoes on him. So, yep, some mommy moment. So uh, we had to carry him in, and um, he had on socks. So yeah. at least it was <laughs> that was good. Covered. I'm like, we can go buy a pair of shoes real quick. <laughs> it happens to everybody. You forget something. Mommy brain, exactly. <laughs> What's Alex interested in? He got the racing bug at all at three. (laughs) unfortunately has the racing bug. I think from both sides of his mom and dad, (laughs) he was bound to have it. We took him to Indy. Just just Eric and I took Alex with us. Um, We left Abby at home. And I let him bypass nap. And we just went and looked at race cars. Uh. And he loves it. (laughs) I mean, just loves it. He'll, thankfully, our crew guys on the team are very patient with him and they let him crawl under the car with yeah. them, and he puts all the lug nuts on. And <laughs> I mean, he would just spend all day looking at just race cars and, yeah. and watching them. So, yes, he very much loves <laughs> race cars. But he also, typical little boy, you know, monster trucks and being outside. Construction and, stuff, tractors. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's, that's Wyatt's things. Yeah. yeah. And Abby, Abby kind of follows what her brother likes. I mean, she has her baby dolls and, and that stuff, but she will sit down and play with race cars with her brother and she knows how to make the little noises yeah. and, and they fight over all those. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see kind of if she goes the little girl route yeah. or if she kind of picks up the tomboy. She might be sort of tomboy, yeah. I think you, so. You I think that. she's going to be rough yeah. and tough yeah. to keep up with her brother. Yeah. So. so in cases like this, when you're out and about doing things and, and when you travel and leave Abby, who helps you uh, here around home? Um, my parents came up and watched watched Abby, Abby this gotcha. weekend. Cool. Um, we have a we have a lady that helps us, Miss Roxanne. Oh, good. The kids love her. <laughs> um, Everybody needs help. There's no, there's no greater feeling for a mommy than when your kids enjoy who they spend oh, yeah. extra time with. That was always nervous to me because I felt kind of... You feel a little guilty. You, you have that mom guilty. guilt, I think. Yeah. yeah. That and then worry, you know. <laughs> that you're leaving your kids. You don't need to leave them. You yeah. can take them with you. But we met Roxanne in December of this last year, and they love her. Yeah. I mean, she walks in the door, and Roxanne, Roxanne, <laughs> they're, they're yelling for her. Bye, Mommy. Mm -hmm. Bye. I mean, they... They don't care if I yep. leave. So, and Roxanne was kind of worried for me saying, I hope you don't feel like I'm overstepping your boundaries as a mommy. And I said, I'm glad they like you. Exactly. And they're not crying when I walk out the door. Yeah. That makes me feel better. Yeah, it that, gives you a lot of peace. Yeah. yeah. She has, she has four kids of her own all grown and she treats my kids just like she would, mm, like she would awesome. treat her own. So. Very cool. Yes. How, how often do the kids get to spend time with their grandparents? Um, with my parents now in Florida, it it's kind of limited. Yeah. It changed. Yeah. But we FaceTime, I think, every Thank night. Thank goodness for that, right? Yeah. FaceTime is, is awesome. I mean, yeah. they can see what we're doing. We can show them. They can see them progressing and they're talking yeah. and their ability to do things. And then um, Eric's mom is here in Mooresville, so she gets to see them. Oh, cool. Them. Good. Probably once a week. Yeah. Um, she's busy and, and working and has other grandkids, so. Got you. But they love grandparent time because they know <laughs> they don't have to listen. Spawned. and they No know, rules. Yeah, the no rules go out the window. <laughs> no rules. <laughs> Too funny. Um, so what do you do to keep yourself busy besides the kids? Do you have any uh, things that you help Eric with and work on? Besides the kids, um, that's my full-time job. Yes. The kids. <laughs> and um, I still help Eric. And I work with the, the PR and sponsor rep at the race team on scheduling anything for Eric, his calendar, uh, making sure he's aware of what he needs to do and say and where. He's very good at it. He's yeah, He could manage by himself. <laughs> but it Little just, it just works. Yeah, I make sure everything's yeah. on the calendar, that we don't have any conflicts, and um, run all those, those nice details by him that he probably doesn't want to hear from somebody else that he has to do. But yeah. He seems to take it pretty well when, when I explain it to him. Well, that's a good balance. That's yeah. a good balance to have. Because sometimes it's hard to work, to, to mix the work piece of, yeah, know, and separate that stuff we out try from to, the family. We have an office upstairs, and we try to, it's like, okay, I need you, the kids are Let's down for a nap. That. We meet need in there. to go to the office, <laughs> and we need to talk about work, and we talk about work, and then it's like, okay. Let's leave the office. We're back on honeydew lists, and what do we need to get done this week? So, so honeydew list—that was something on here. I think you, um, I think you've made some comments about Eric and his honeydew list. Uh, Eric's a procrastinator, huh? He is a procrastinator. <laughs> it's always, and this is the answer I get every day. Is he a procrastinator day. to the honeydew list, or more things than the honeydew list? Everything. everything. He's a procrastinator okay. to everything. Everything. <laughs> everything is. I'll do it tomorrow, and I'm like, well, you have this and this tomorrow, or you leave to go testing tomorrow, or you leave. 
oh, well, I'll do it next week then. And he, he puts it off. But when he does set his mind to, to helping me in the house or doing something, he does it and he does it. He does well. Yeah. He does good at it. That's so, funny. <laughs> um, I've been asking him to cut Alex's hair for two weeks now, and he keeps telling me tomorrow, tomorrow, and today he leaves to go testing. Yeah. So it won't happen. <laughs> so Alex is going to have some long hair for a few more days. For a couple more days. Is <laughs> Eric? Does he cut hair hair well, or he just kind of buzzes it? He's or got the yeah, he, little he, buzz thing. He figured well. out what we were paying to go to one of those nice kids cut places, <laughs> and he said, "I can do that." And so he got his clippers out and he does a pretty good job he fades it all in and do y'all manage finances together or does eric kind of do that or, or um eric for him is, to be paying attention to the haircut <laughs> bill <laughs> eric is the financial person gotcha. but it is a we joint both effort, it's a joint right, effort right. but he is the he kind of the oversee it of it all yeah, yeah. got you yes <laughs> but funny. yeah he he'll inquire about stuff well you know how much was that or what was that for and when he found out a haircut for a two-year-old yeah, is looks, 20 bucks, yeah. he's like, I think I can do better than that. So oh, that's just getting an appointment story. to get it done. That's a funny story. <laughs> so do you guys during the week, you know, try to have family dinner and cook and that kind of thing? Yeah, that's important to us. We, we've tried to eat healthier. And with that, you need to eat at home a lot more. Going out is, is harder yes. to, to eat healthy. So, um, Do your kids like healthy stuff? vegetables hit and miss <laughs> they're very good at fruit which i think all yeah, kids are yeah abby surprisingly if i don't force vegetables on her she will pick them off my plate Ask. and eat them yeah so i just try to fill up our plate with good stuff and then hopefully they they want yeah. it but family time family dinners is, is very important to us we like to sit down we sit down. We yeah. don't, you know, it's not running around. There's nobody no TV on the go. Nobody's standing at the bar. Right. <laughs> we sit down and we and we have conversation and talk to the kids about what we did or what they did or what are we doing tomorrow or that's trying good. to have I good. Think that's really important. Yeah, good quality yeah. time. Yeah. So it comes kind of far and few between, but yeah. we try to make it work. So most of the time with two kids, you know, you see, there's obviously a lot of differences. What's the differences with Alex and Abby? Alex. Ten, well, he's a and dad. Who do they favor? So Alex is totally a daddy's boy. Like he wants to do everything with daddy. Wants to go wherever Eric's going. He wants to go with him. But he's also very soft-hearted, and and he listens to me. He will um, mind me a little bit better. Daddy's fun and games. Daddy just <laughs> wants to wrestle and play. Um, Abby is. I mean, I swear she is a 16-year-old girl in a one-and-a-half-year-old body. She is sassy in attitude and doesn't want to listen. You can't tell her to do anything. Um, so that's been that's been the uniqueness of learning kind of their yeah. personalities. And at that age, they already have them established. Yeah. Um, What's your guys' style for discipline, like timeout or how? <laughs> Alec, they both take well to timeout. I know a lot of people say they don't want to hit their kids or spank yeah. their kids. Yeah. I was spanked as a child. Yeah. If you were, yeah, if you were out of line, I, we were paddled in school for God's sake. Right. You know, if you right? were out of line, you got yeah. to swat. I mean, yeah. you don't yeah. beat your children. Yeah, we don't beat them to bruises. You get their attention. <laughs> right. And we did that a little bit with Alex, and we noticed he would be aggressive back to us. Mm -hmm. And so talking to our pediatrician, she said, let's try a different angle with yeah. him. He is very, he gets very, his feelings hurt pretty easily, and, and he is soft-hearted. So yeah. we found that timeout works. And I can threaten time out, and he will go sit in it by right himself. <laughs> I mean, like, he knows that he kind of needs a moment and, yeah. and to calm down. And so Abby, 
I've tried time out with her. She'll sit there. She still has attitude through the whole thing. That's why he's crying, trying to climb out, you know, d just inching, you know, mm -hmm. like gets on the edge of the chair. Yeah, you like know? how and far like, can uh, I get? Get back in that chair. <laughs> yeah. We do it any, I mean, we'll do it anywhere. We've been yeah. out places, and if they are out of control, it's like, no, you are going to sit right there, and you're going to sit and time out. You need to take a deep breath and calm down and, you know, That's give funny. them a minute, and then you go over and talk to them. Yeah. So yeah. it's a unique learning there their ways and and you learn as you, a go you know you learn on the go as yeah, a mom yeah you, know, you can go in with all the preconceived notions of how you're going to do it's funny to me to listen to dale because he's like my kids aren't going to do that i'm not <laughs> doing that when this is going to happen you know and you know if i i'm telling him something going on with carson because you know she's a teenager and, uh, and he's like well you need to do this and you need to do that i'm like well that's okay not, I'm, yeah you know, come and try yeah. <laughs> i'm going to be watching you later on boy when you have kids yeah <laughs> yeah everything you can't that's when we started when we found out we were pregnant, I didn't want to read any of the mommy two books. I didn't want to, I didn't want to know how to go into labor. I didn't want to know any of that. Like I just wanted to kind of wing it. Yeah. yeah. You can read all that stuff and you can get yourself all worked mm -hmm. up and nervous and trying to make it perfect. And Eric and I are a little OCD on the, we want things perfect, but we've really softened up a lot. With on kids, like, that does soften up. Yeah. It? It's like, I you know what? <laughs> everyone's healthy. Everyone's happy. And, <laughs> The dishes will get put away tomorrow. Like, exactly. I'm going to forget about it. Yeah. Let's go do something as a family. Let's yeah. go outside. So, yeah, you kind of learn as you go. Yeah. You figure out what's important. Exactly. Were you more nervous the second time around being pregnant? Because I found I was a little more nervous just on the kind of things that you worry about. Like, oh, you know, I've got one healthy kid. You know, what if this happens? What if that? You know, kind of things like that. But. Once um, she was here, I was, and it's like, no, you can eat that. I know it was on the floor for a few minutes, yeah, but it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's five seconds. You're okay. <laughs> um, I was not so, I don't know. Alex was six months old when we found out we were pregnant with Abby, and that was a shock to my system. I have a baby. I don't need another baby. I don't really want another baby, to be honest. Um, but now that we have her, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't go back, and ironically, my water broke on Thanksgiving morning and Eric's gathering our stuff and my parents are, were coming to the house to watch Alex. And I looked at Eric and I said, God has a sense of humor <laughs> because I struggled to have, you know, to want to have a second Except, baby. Right, I said, right. and now she's going to be born on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so <Be> thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful. I have a healthy baby girl. Uh. And I, I, that one thing I said to Dale, you know, with him getting engaged and on, I'm like, I'm just going to tell you for kids, don't, my kids are, uh, Carson and Kennedy are five years apart, Kennedy and Wyatt are six years apart, and I said, my recommendation would be to have them closer together, because mm -hmm. they'll, you know, right now, our issue with traveling as a family is that there's not activities that fit everybody's age, mm -hmm. so someone's bored, someone can't participate, you know, all yeah. those kinds of things, and um, so a little bit closer together, you kind of stay in the same realm of things that they like to do. And yeah, stuff like it's that. <laughs> it's like it can now, be challenging otherwise. But. In the moment of being pregnant with the second one and having a six, seven, eight month old. I mean, Alex was was had just turned fifteen months when we had Abby. Yeah. At that moment, I didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> now that we are a year and a half into, into it, it, Eric and I talk about it all the time. We wouldn't change it. Yeah. I mean. Obviously, it was out of our control. God had a different plan for us, yeah. but I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't go back. We 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 work through stages together. We're done with bottles. I mean, that's off. <laughs> yep. They're gone. They're sold to somebody else. Next and the next thing, thing is going to be potty training <laughs> together. And I think they'll potty train together. Yeah. So um, it's kind of nice that once we get them to where 
they're four or five years old and we can go go out west and go skiing take them on different vacations go see yeah. different things that they'll be at the same age level yeah. of doing things yeah. that like you said we yeah. won't have them uh, years apart yeah. so. and because Abby she's watching everything going on she's going to catch up she's quick, learning you know? yeah, so she even though she's 15 quick. months younger she's probably going to be at the same level mind yeah. wise and things like that yes. you know yep. taking it all in yeah sometimes that'll be fun for you and sometimes it won't yeah <laughs> well that's cool that's awesome so what do you and Eric get to do to uh, have some us time um we try at least once a month and it's it's sometimes hard with his appearance yeah. schedule and, and stuff. We try and at least go out on date night, pick, you know, pick a new restaurant we haven't been to and, and go out to dinner and not have to feed anybody else, not have not to tell mom, them to sit down mom. and don't throw food and <laughs> just trying to have, you know, adult conversation, which ends up being talking about the kids, <laughs> what the kids did and what we did, where we're going or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Throwing date night into the middle of hustle and bustle, that's kind of how it works, yeah, you know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you, have, so. you make the time for it and then end up spending time discussing everything that's going everything on around you. Everything else around you, you, you know? yeah. yeah. Work and kids, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. all the activities. Yeah. So. Do you guys get to family vacate a time um, or two a year? And The cup schedule, thankfully, this year NASCAR added three off weekends, yeah. so that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed home for Easter. We went down to my parents' our second off yep. weekend this last in June and uh, we're going to go to Charleston our third weekend off. So yeah. it's good for Eric. It, if we stay home, we find that we end up doing housework. Yeah. We end up working and doing things around the house and he needs to get yeah. away and just turn his phone off and relax. And then you can really just have that one-on-one -on -one yeah. time with the, with the with kids, the kids and, I. and Yeah. It's just on that. Yeah. So I definitely agree with that. We stay home, same thing happens. You know, yeah. it's, you, you look forward to sort of a weekend to just do nothing. And then when it comes upon you, you find a plenty of thing to do, mm -hmm. you know. So, There's yeah, always something agree. that needs work done at home. <laughs> There's agree. always something. Especially when Eric procrastinates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest thing on your to-do list that you want him to do that he hasn't done right now? Anything major? Nothing major. <laughs> He's We're pretty good at pretty if I up. <laughs> If I can kind of get something started, then he jumps on board and he'll Just stop. a haircut. Yeah, just a haircut right now. Well, awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming in and yeah. hope the listeners enjoyed it. Yep. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very much. It's time now for our tip of the week brought to you by Wella Professionals. Have you noticed your hair is feeling a bit dry or your split ends are getting worse? Especially now that we are in the summer months and your hair tends to damage with all the outdoor activities that are going on. Well, we have a solution for you. Try the Wella Professionals at Home Deep Conditioning Treatment. Start out by washing your hair with Luxol's Keratin Protect Shampoo. Once you rinse and removed the excess water, you can now apply the deep conditioner. That's a good point there, um, Amanda, because it's important to remove all the water before you condition your hair or else it doesn't. Yeah, it just kind of runs off. Hangs on, hang on to your hair. I actually uh, did a deep condition on my hair last night, and I must have just had some, something on my brain. I don't even know. You know, you're supposed to leave it on for five minutes or so. Yeah. I immediately put it on and then thought, oh, gosh, Rinsed I got to get out of the shower because I got to get this, this, and this done. Rinsed it immediately. I thought, well, that was just a complete <laughs> that waste. That was a waste. <laughs> then after that, you're going to mix two to three squirts of the Luxol Reconstructive Elixir to one ounce of the Luxol Restore Mask. Apply on the hair and leave on five minutes, Amanda. <laughs> Rinse thoroughly. Finish by applying the Luxol Boost Leave-In Conditioning Spray. 
This treatment is general enough to do on a weekly basis. And if you're interested in these products or more from our professionals at Wella Professionals, you can purchase these or any of the other products at the 782 Ulta stores nationwide or purchase online at Ulta.com. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of Fast Lane Family. And always, we will be back next week. Fastlane Family has been brought to you by Wella Professional Hair Care, multi-sensorial hair care products that you will see, touch, and sense the difference from your very first wash. Hair care needs from fine to normal to color to coarse, Wella's got you covered. Wella Professional Hair Care products are available at over 780 Ulta stores nationwide. Visit Ulta.com to find the store nearest you. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 